What's up, everyone? Welcome to the True Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Sukardi. You can find me on Instagram at True Blue Podcast. This is the weekend edition. Uh, it's Saturday. Uh, it's nice. I'm off today, so that's pretty sweet. Usually I work Saturday, so it's nice to be off. Uh, I'm going to the eye doctor. Getting some, getting, you know, my fucking, my exam. And I'm going to, in the next like couple weeks, get some new specs. I haven't had new specs in like over 10 years. So I'm excited. It's nice to accessorize your face. You know what I mean? Nice to accessorize. So pretty excited. You know what I mean? Just taking advantage of the benefits before I, I make a move. You know what I mean? Before I make a move. So yeah, we're going to get into some self-care. We're going to talk about um, what you should do when you feel. I'm going to go over a couple different, you know, uh, high emotions and then like how to respond to them. And then we're going to get into some music later from The Clash. So ever think about the snooze button, like how amazing that is and who created that and like why it's nine minutes? Like, I always think that's so fascinating. Like, wow, like someone really wanted to just sleep longer. Oh, is this guy John Schlegel? And they decided on nine minutes because they thought 10 plus would just, you'd be back into your fucking sleep and you wouldn't get up and you'd miss your work. You'd miss your chores. So that's pretty cool. I, I don't know why. I just thought, man, snooze. What, a, what an amazing thing. Um, so I went to some shows recently. I saw the Mars Volta. They were awesome. So I'm at this new club here in Albuquerque called Revel. And then I saw Sparta. They were great. They played their first album in full. Very nostalgic. Holy moly. Like the first like six or seven songs, I was just like back in 2002. And then I saw The Cure. They were excellent. They sounded so good. They sounded so damn good. For like guys in their 60s, they've been around like 40 years. Just amazing. And they played 29 songs, like three hours of music. Just great. You can't beat live music. You just cannot. It just, you just connected. You just feel the spirit. It's just the best. It's the best. Um, yeah, so, uh, oh, I had a customer the other day, and their email ended in 311. So I asked them, hey, what's that about? And they said, the band 311 is my favorite band. Now, I am not a 311 fan, but my dear friend Megan, uh, who passed away last year, she is. She's a such she was a super fan. She'd go on the cruises. They have a, a 311 day, March 11th, every year they have a show. She'd go to all those. Um, and uh, when this customer was like, yeah, I'm a big fan, I felt like my friend was shouting me out. Every time I look at my phone or whatever and I see it's 311, I think of my friend. Um and I always just think, wow, that's that's not a coincidence. It's like my friends speaking to me. God's like, or God is orchestrating it that I'm connected, and my friends showing me love. And I, I just, it's just so amazing. And I just wanted to wanted to share that. So I read from this book every day. I have a, I have a daily reader called "The Language of Letting Go: Daily Meditations on Codependency," and it's it's excellent. Honestly, this could be a book for anyone. Whether you feel you struggle with codependency or not, I mean, there's just so much, so much, uh, so many gems in here, I should say. Um, and I was reading one yesterday, and it talked about um, intimacy blocks. So I'm going to read this this paragraph. There are many blocks to intimacy and intimate relationships. Addictions and abuse block intimacy. 
unresolved family of origin issues prevent intimacy. Controlling blocks, controlling blocks intimacy. Off-balance relationships, where there is too great a discrepancy in power, prevent intimacy. Caretaking can block intimacy. Nagging, withdrawing, and shutting down can hurt intimacy. Pretty amazing. You know, years ago, I thought intimacy was sex. And you, you know, you can experience intimacy in sex, but it's, you know, uh, sharing, uh, touching, listening, um, compromising. Um, and my, my ex-girlfriend, um, we just, there was no, no intimacy. And uh, a lot of the things I just read, we, you know, they were pretty prevalent in our relationship with controlling, you know, family stuff. I mean, we all have family stuff. Um, power balance, um, and it just, gosh, it really, really hit home. You know, uh, addictions, abuse, like that stuff is just, it just bleeds. And uh, I swear, it's like, you know, you, you, you go through li- life lessons and relationships, and then like after they're like finished, you just learn about them. You sort of learn about the like dynamics and such. So, I just wanted to share that. I thought that was rather interesting. Uh, Language of Letting Go. It's a great book by Melody Beattie. Definitely uh, definitely check it out. Uh, let's see here. Um, I had some geezer get into my lane the other day when I was swimming, and I thought to myself, what the fuck? What's with these people just popping in the lanes? They're just jumping on in. So I swam over. I stood up, took off my goggles, and he says, do you mind if I share? I was like, can I share? So I said, sure. Inside, I thought, what the fuck, geezer? You know, ask me, you know, have some etiquette. But he's an old dude. And he was just doing his, like, fucking, like, aerobics and shit. Excuse me. And I felt like, all right, I'm growing. I'm, 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 I can't control other people. I cannot. But I can control how I respond to them. And that, uh, that was a win. That was a win that I wanted to share. All right, well, let's get into the self-care tip of the week. All right, I found this on Instagram from the page Self-Care Visuals. Again, this is what you should do when you feel. So the first emotion is anxious. We all get anxiety. We all feel anxious. Just a part of life. Our nervous systems, you know, they'd be walling out. So what you should do when you feel anxious, you should slow down, rest, do regular breathing exercises, or meditate. Those breathing exercises are for real. Like, you just count one when you breathe in, two when you breathe out. That fucking simple. And it's amazing where you can, like, you can just, like, kind of rewire yourself. You can, even if it's little bursts, little second bursts of just trying to focus on something other than your uh, your anxiety, I think is a really powerful thing. And to slow down and rest, you know, we're just always on the go. It's just, it's nice to be reminded to slow down and fucking rest. What to do when you're feeling sad. Talk to a loved one. And prioritize making time for something you enjoy. That may sound like, well, duh. I mean, we're going to try to do things that we enjoy when we're not working or sleeping. But sometimes not so much. You can just, like, obsess. You can lay around and feel like ass. Feel like shit. But to go for a walk or play some music or listen to some music or 
talk to a friend, you know, watch sports, like paint, draw, write a poem, go surfing, whatever gets you, you know, centered. And talking to a loved one. I am blessed. I, I mean, I do a podcast. I talk a lot. I listen a lot. <laughs> and I'm just grateful to have people in my life that I can express with. I'm seeing a couple of them today. Shout out to Kate. Shout out to Joan. And it's just like, it's such a gift to be able to um, express and have true friends and people, family and such that you love. Um, so yeah, this is, this is uh, I like this one making time for something you enjoy. Today I'm going to go to the cafe after I do my eye shit, and I'm going to do some reading, because I enjoy reading. What to do when you feel jealous. Try not to compare and write down three things that you are grateful for in this life. Comparison is the thief of joy. Seriously, you think someone has what you want, you know, oh, they have the job, they have the car, they have the girl, they have the uh, fucking the house, but psh, nah. Happiness doesn't come from that shit. You know, it, it's definitely an aspect. It can be maybe a byproduct of it. It can be a conduit of it. But happiness comes from within. I know that sounds so fucking hokey, but on the real, it does. You know, you, you get to a certain point in life, you reach certain mile markers, and you go, wait a minute. I'm not happy. I have the things I thought would make me happy, and I'm still not happy. What the fuck? You know? So comparison's bullshit. And writing down three things that you're grateful for. Let's do it right now. I'm grateful for the Punisher comics. I got into the Punisher as a kid, just loved it. I'm just grateful that it exists. It really, like, it's my kind of comic book. I never got into all the superpowers. I mean, they're, they're cool, but I love the, the, the Punisher. Grateful for my friend Edwin. Uh, we've been friends since fourth grade, so since like 91 or 92 or some shit. Um, I saw a picture of him today. He doesn't post a lot on social media. And when you have friends like that and they and then they do post, it's just awesome. You're like, ah, it's so great to see him. Grateful for him. He's he's just amazing. And I'm grateful for um for the Neil Young archives and my friend Tom. Neil Young doesn't have a lot of his music on streaming services. He has his own app called The Archives. And man, there's some just amazing songs on there and I just love them. And I, I love my friend Tom, who kinda introduced me to I shouldn't say kinda, he did introduce me to Neil Young. I was aware of him before, but like not really in the in the depths that I am now. Um so I'm grateful for those three things. All right, what to do when you're feeling unmotivated? Make achieving make achievable, excuse me, goals for the week and celebrate the small wins. I have a dry erase board. I'll read to you what's on it now. PS four. I gotta cancel my PS four subscription. Gotta get dog meds, gotta read, gotta do my step work, gotta cancel a subscription, and I gotta um, look at some credit card stuff. Boom. That's it. Now, it keeps me motivated because I cannot wait to erase what's on this dry erase board. And it's those little things, those like visual reminders, making goals for the week. Write them down, write those motherfucking things down, get an app on your phone, Get open up the fucking notepad, do, do something like that, you know? Um, and celebrate the small wins. Small win for me was when that old geezer jumped into the lane. I thought, what the fuck? But I didn't say what the fuck. I just said, what's up? And he's like, you mind if I say I said, sure. Small win. I mean, I wasn't going to tell the guy off. But what, where the win is, is afterwards, I wasn't like, what the fuck? Fuck this guy. You know, like, it, it didn't, like, overwhelm me or, you know, like, have any, like, um, effect on me. I just thought, all right, he's a geezer. It's all good. 
And that was it. I didn't like stew or anything like that. What to do when you're feeling self-conscious. Avoid social media. Avoid social media. And present with people you love. And the pre- Let's see. Avoid social media. Oh, forgive me. I'm blind. I'll fix that soon. Avoid social media and be present with the people you love. I love that. Avoid social media. Now, I have, a, I have Instagram. I use Twitter for like my fantasy football stuff, like hobby stuff, and some poetry stuff. But man, it can be such fucking poison. It's not real life. You see people on there, and they're phony balonies. They're posting out of the, the 99 fucking shots they took, they're posting the one that makes them look good, happy, successful, relieved, all that bullshit. It's just so phony baloney. So you're feeling self-conscious. Get off of the phony baloney train. Don't fucking look at that shit. It's wiggity. It can be positive, I'm telling you. I mean, I got this off social media. I'm on it, whatever. But uh, there's a certain aspect of it that's just so negative. And it's not the real It's not the real world. What to do when you're feeling tired. Increase hours of sleep and take more breaks. So for me, I get up every day, probably around like 7. I have no choice. The sun comes up, I'm up. So go to bed earlier. You know what I'm saying? Like, just take take the time out and listen to some music, listen to, like, a story, whatever you got to do. I know that sounds kind of obvious. Oh, duh, you're tired, go to sleep. But increase the hours of sleep. Shoot for eight, maybe, uh, or, you know, or goal is eight, maybe you get seven, you get six. But work your way towards it. Sleep is mucho importante. Uh, last on the list here, what to do when you feel angry. Take a moment to be alone, then try to work out or go for a run or walk. Yes. Yes, take that moment. Nothing wrong with saying, hey, I need a moment. I'm going to pause. And then working out, just move. Just get moving. Go for a fucking walk. If you can work out, you can run, you can swim, you can bike, do it. Just get moving. Don't hold on to these emotions. There's always something you can do to move on from them or sort of work them out. So they dissolve. So again, that was what you should do when you feel. I got it off of Instagram on self-care visuals. All right, now let's get into the True Blue playlist. All right, so I chose a song from The Clash called Train in Vain, Stand By Me off of London Calling. To be fair, it wasn't originally on London Calling. They like included, I think, as like a bonus track or something. Maybe like a hidden track. I don't know if that if they do hidden tracks in the you know, with records and shit, but um but then like it became one of their like uh it was like a top three or something with their singles or some shit. It was a very, very popular song. Um and it's funny how bands do that. They will not include a song on an album and it becomes a hit. Or a fan favorite. Morrissey's done that. I mean, I've seen it time and time again where I'm like, man, this song is so good. Neil Young, another perfect example. Some great songs that he's not like released officially on any uh, any of his albums. But yeah, this is a, a great pop song. It's in a lot of like 80s, 90s movies. Um, it's one of those songs, too, that it sounds like really happy, really upbeat. And it is, but the lyrics you can tell are about relationships and about like heartbreak and, you know, life and all that stuff. So it, it's kind of... Kind of interesting, and uh, I always kind of like songs where they're, you know, they have like a like an upbeat sound, and then the lyrics are like on the really, you know, on the really. Um, 
And there's a harmonica in this, and it's not obnoxious and like annoying. It's very, very subtle. Again, a great energy for for like a love song. Um, and supposedly it was about like a band member who would take a train to see his girlfriend and like the rhythm of the train and I guess his relationship with her. Um, great song. It's definitely like a like a Saturday, Sunday morning song. You know, one that you pop in the car, you can put on a playlist or a mix or like a road trip. Definitely one to start you off, you know, like it has a lot of like great energy. I'm going to uh, get ready, go to my doctors, and I hope everyone has a great Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Get some sun. Do what you want to do. Don't be angry. Be happy. God bless. Take care, everybody.